Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDIC. Hey guys, in today's episode, we're going to talk about the Pareto Principle, aka the 80-20 rule, and how it relates to trading and how it relates to your life as well. Now, if you're interested in more trading education, make sure you check out our website, www.tier1trading.com. I recommend starting that 14-day trial membership that way you get access to courses, to our community, and to our live sessions as well. Now, I was having a conversation the other day with a group of people, and I was explaining to them, really, we started off by talking about productivity, efficiency, it was a bunch of entrepreneurs and we were talking about getting to the next level of kind of becoming a more efficient person, not only in your life, but in your business. And we got on the subject of the Pareto principle or the, the 80-20 rule. And it came to my attention that I don't think we've talked about this or spoken about this on the Trading Coach podcast. So this would be a perfect thing to relate the trading because it is something that I executed and something that many traders go through in their trading life as well. And I I guess we should start off by explaining what exactly it is. And we're gonna do this in the dumbest way possible because that's how I like the role, right? Dumb it down. The 80-20 rule, the Pareto principle or the Pareto law, however you wanna call it, basically says that 80% of our output, so 80% of our results, come from 20% of our work, meaning that 20% of what we're doing creates 80% of what we actually accomplish. And, and, And these numbers aren't, you know, specific, you know, think about it as the general idea of like a small minority of what we do creates the vast majority of what we create. You don't, don't worry about crunching the numbers, but it's true in many aspects of life as well. So think about it, if, for example, for like relationships, right? 20% of your friends are friends that are actually helpful, friends that are actually beneficial, friends that are actually pushing you towards something greater, right? So 80% of what you're getting out of friendship probably comes from a small minority of friends. And then the other 80% of friends you have are cool, they're friends, but they don't really add anything extra to your life. And again, I don't mean that as a negative, but just throwing examples of what this 80-20 rule looks like. We've spoken about this before um, whenever we talk about business development, right? When you know we do audits on your business and you know how is your business doing? What is your product, uh, you know, what products are your business selling or businesses or is your business selling? Um, and where is that income coming from? In many cases, when you do that, you can see that the majority of the money coming into your business is coming from the minority of the products that you sell. You see this with a lot of uh, stores that sell multiple products. They get all excited because they're selling 10, 20, 30 different items where they would probably be a lot more profitable if they just focused on about five of them and just did it really, really good. And we could do example after example after example. But in trading, I wanted to take this through kind of the, the three levels of trading. Right? We talk about the, the newbie trader, 
We talk about the trader that is in kind of the middle of their journey. And then we talk about the trader that has become consistently profitable, but is still looking to become more efficient and better in the journey. And let's first take this rule to the newbie trader, right? So the person who is just learning about trading, you're, you're vulturing the internet, as I like to say. So you're listening to different podcasts, including this one. You're watching different videos. You're reading different books, right? You're doing a lot of stuff out there. I remember when I first started trading, I was everywhere. I ordered DVD sets. I was on YouTube for 10 hours a day. I was reading every article that I can think of. And most of it was complete junk. In fact, Sticking with the theme, I would say that 80% of what I was doing, I got nothing out of. However, it was the 20% of stuff that I did do that gave me kind of the biggest push in a positive direction when it comes to my trading. And again, I'm not saying this is a problem, right? Eventually, you want to get to the point where you can identify what this 20% is. But at first, you don't know what you don't know. So you're browsing the internet and you're just looking to discover. What I would say is this, right? As a newer trader, as you're browsing the internet, as you're going through books or listening to podcasts, whatever it is, start taking notes of what's valuable and what's not valuable. So let's say you look at 10 different resources from 10 different places or, or coaches or whatnot, right? Start writing down the two or three that you really got value out of, right? And say, okay, I really got value out of the Trading Coach Podcast. This is awesome. Tier1Trading.com, really got value out of that website. Wink, wink, right? Akil Stokes YouTube channel, really got value out of that, right? Find some other people as well. You know, uh, Market Wizards, Jack Schwagger, I like his stuff. Mike Bellafiore, One Good Trade, S&P Capital, good stuff. Start writing that stuff down. And then start crossing off the list of the stuff that, eh, you know, you, you gave it a shot, but it really wasn't your cup of tea. Now, the next day when you go back to your vulturing around the Internet, right, dedicate most of your time. Right. So if you're dedicating, let's say an hour a day, right, an hour a day to your education, let's say you dedicate three quarters of that time to the good list, right? Akil, Mike Bellafiore, who did I say? Jack Schwagger, whoever you wrote down on the stuff that you got value out of. I still think you want to dedicate some time to ex experiencing new stuff because again, you won't find new people to add to that good list unless you go out there and explore. But the point is you want to spend the majority of your time focusing on that good list, focusing on the people that are giving you something that is positive towards your trading and only spend a little bit of time experimenting and filtering through the rest of the junk. That's a, a very good practice as a newbie trader. Again, a lot of people will tell you only focus on the good people. But remember, how do you know who's good until you experiment? So you do have to spend a certain amount of time kind of just out there exploration, right? It's the same thing in business, right? I, I always say that I have a... Um, machine gun type of brainstorming whatever in a business meeting i say okay guys here we're gonna go i'm gonna take a lot of crap i'm gonna throw it against the wall and something's gonna stick right because i'm not afraid to experiment with new ideas and the majority of those ideas get shut down right but 20 percent of those ideas stick and then we kind of go on and, and focus on that 20 percent while still taking chances and then hearing no's and focusing more on the good stuff so as a newer trader that's something that i certainly recommend now, as someone that's in the middle of your trading journey, right? A really good example of this is your trading portfolio. And, and there are many examples. I'll just give one because this will end up being a, an hour-long podcast. And I like keeping these things short and sweet. But think about your trading portfolio, right? 
a lot of traders get into trouble because they lack consistency, right? Um, obviously, there's there's lack of consistency in how you trade, but there's also a lack of consistency in what you trade. And especially in Forex, a little bit is a little bit easier because there's only about 28 pairs you can trade at most. Many brokers won't even let you trade that much. Um, but if you're in the stock market, man, there is an endless amount of assets and stocks that you can actually trade. And Many people are going through hundreds and hundreds and hundreds of different things a day and they're getting overwhelmed. And again, most of what they're looking at is going to be complete junk. So you may look at 100 different stocks on the day and only 20%, right? Only 20 of them actually have something of interest. And this is where you want to implement either trading a set portfolio. So for example, how we teach things at Tier 1 Trading is that once you develop a strategy, once you choose a strategy and whatnot, you backtest it on an entire basket of pairs. Once you backtest it on that entire basket of pairs, you start creating your portfolio. And your portfolio is, is typically created with the best performing pairs. It's not always that way, right? There, there are some hedgy pairs in there to kind of keep your equity curve straight. But in the most part, you're eliminating the pairs that don't fit with your strategy and you're focusing in on the ones that do. So again, if you test 20 pairs, right? You may end up trading eight, a portfolio of eight, but you're picking those eight best pairs and then you're locking in on those. If you're in the stock market, depending on how you trade, you can use a scanner or a screener, right? Where you set up something where you have very specific requirements. So yes, you're still going through that hundred stock checklist, but instead of wasting so much time going through it manually, you're filtering out right away to, to uh, pick out only the stocks that have your specific requirement and then you're locking in. So you're spending more time on the stocks that matter or the Forex pairs that matter, less time kind of browsing and wasting time on the ones that don't. Again, that 80-20 rule, spend more time on the minority, right? So turn your minority into the majority and you'll become a lot more efficient. Now, the last story I have for you guys comes from my personal experience in, in my trading. Just as a consistently profitable trader, we're always looking to grow, right? We always have a growth mindset. We're always looking to improve. We actually did a good lesson this morning on, um, I called it playing around in the technical sandbox. So kind of a, a technique where you just hop on a chart every day and just look for opportunities, create your magic opportunities, which is a fun way of just observation, 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 because when you continue to observe stuff, right, you start to figure out why your intuition is kind of tickling, tickling you when certain things happen. And then you can identify, you can test it, turn it into a rule and bam, you've added something to your trade. And over the years, I like to say that I got more aggressive yet more conservative at the same time and many people are like well how can you get more aggressive and conservative at the same time and here how here's how we do it right i've gotten more aggressive with how i enter trades right so i've gotten more aggressive with my actual pushing the button getting involved what i require for that i used to be very conservative i used to need like 20 million things to happen just to enter a trade and i would barely enter any trades because 20 million things would never happen right even before that when i was a bad trader i used to, i used to be the indicator guy i used to have like eight indicators on my chart let me know if you experienced this as well i used to have eight indicators on my chart in fact i had more indicators than chart chart was very small at the top right? i didn't even know what price action was doing and my rule was that all eight of these indicators, right, these random indicators, I had no idea what they actually told me, but I saw them on the internet somewhere, right? They're part of that 80%. Um, I had to wait until all of them gave me the same signal at the same time. 
and it never happened. I would get like six and then two would be like no and now we get like seven then one would be like no and i'd be waiting for it waiting for it waiting for it then that last one gives me the signal but then the other five don't give me a signal anymore i'm like ah i gotta start over right so complete waste of time but i i went from that i matured i went from that to a better way of trading but how i am now of being aggressively conservative is that again much more aggressive in how i trade much more conservative in what i trade and what i mean when i say that is that over the years, I have, you know, I haven't really changed my trading style too much, the, the general principles of what I look for, right? I know what I like, I know what I can identify, I know what I'm good at, and more importantly, I've got 15 years of data showing me what my best setups are. So over the years, what I've started doing, right, if you think of my best setups being the 80 or the 20%, the bad setups being the 80, I've started filtering down and focusing more on my best setups, right? I started eliminating some of the other stuff that I traded. So again, more conservative in what I trade. I don't trade too many things or too many different ways, right? Focusing on what's giving me my best performance or my best numbers. And then I've become more aggressive with how I get involved in my best setups. So filter out my best setups and then try to get in my best setups as quickly as possible because those are the best setups. They don't come... Um, too often. So when they do, I want to get involved with it. But it's the same thing as this 80-20 rule. It's the same thing as this Pareto law, Pareto principle, right? I'm finding out what is the most helpful for me in my trading, in my business, and my life. And I'm focusing more energy on that, the 20%, and less energy on the 80%. Hope you enjoyed the cast. Hope it was helpful. Maybe opened an eye, lit a light bulb, lit a light bulb, turned on a light bulb. I don't know. Anyway, if you did, make sure you share it on social media. Let people know that you enjoyed the Trading Coach podcast. We're trying to get more followers to flock to the show. That way we keep getting more questions and I can keep putting out more fresh ideas for you guys. So again, share it with a friend, tell your circle, check out the Trading Coach podcast, new episodes every Monday, Wednesday, and Friday. And until next time, plan your trade, trade your plan. Take care.